Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Adam Potashnik. Hey, Adam, how are you? How you doing, Ben? Good to see you. It's great to see you, Adam. Adam is the COO at Mediacom. Mediacom is one of the leading global media agencies. He leads the strategic execution of driving excellence and efficiency across all operations of the agency, and it's a thousand plus people in New York LA, Chicago, and Ann Arbor. And I imagine is in the thick of all of this lovely change we have with these new hybrid working systems. And so I'm sure we'll delve more into that in a second. Before we get there, Adam, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Sure, well, thank you so much for the opportunity to connect today. Um, I mean, I started my career uh, in the early 2000s at a media agency. Uh, That media agency was CARA at the time. It was owned by Aegis. Mm-hmm. Um, now Kara is one of the largest, uh, media agencies in the world owned by Dentsu. But back then mm-hmm. we were like a small, it felt like a small mom and pop shop. Uh, the largest account we had at the time was Pfizer pharmaceuticals. Um, I really learned everything about the media industry growing up on that Pfizer pharmaceutical team, uh, it was some of the best talent, the brightest talent, uh, in the industry was all on that Pfizer team. It was like a family yeah. We worked together. We um, helped launch some of the biggest blockbuster uh, pharmaceutical drugs of, of, of the time, such as Viagra, Zoloft, Relpax, Zyrtec, um, wow. Delebrex. So we worked on a lot of big products back then. Those are um, big and, media buying accounts right there. Yeah, those were, it, was, it was amazing. It was such amazing clients. Um, such a great team. And that's really where I started. I mean, that's, that's, that, those are my roots. Um, and mm-hmm. I keep in touch with those people today. And those are a lot of my mentors who are really coming off the back of that business um, in the early 2000s. From there, I worked on some other pieces of business at CARA. And then I got a phone call to join Group M. Um, and that was Mediacom. Uh, and that was after about four, four, four and a half years at at CARA, I joined Mediacom uh, in 2006. Uh, I worked on a variety of a variety of accounts, a lot of different uh, categories and verticals. Um, and then uh, we won the Dell business. And that's really where I started to, uh, you know, find out, you know, the power of media and the power of sort of direct response advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dell is a leader in sort of on-demand, you know, creating that on-demand product based on consumer demand. Mm-hmm. And we really helped to transform that business. I worked as an account supervisor, account director, global media director. And then I ran the business in North America on the Dell business. All throughout my time at Mediacom, I was always fascinated and wanted to get involved in new business or helping mm-hmm. to acquire new accounts. Um, I always was getting involved in those new opportunities, those pitches, those meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that, more and more opportunities came my way at Mediacom, uh, working on a variety of different accounts uh, throughout my time. Um, From there, I wound up being the head of new business at Mediacom for many years, 
um, helping Mediacom become one of the fastest growing agencies in the US and the winningest agency in the US for many years. And over the last, I think, three, four years, I've now been the uh, chief operating officer at Mediacom, really looking across the entire business, trying to find how we can help both existing clients succeed, as well as continue to acquire new accounts and new clients to join our Mediacom family. Uh, that's I great. Know- I mean, I mean, I, I think that um, you know, one of the things that really obviously comes out is that you really have lived all angles, all dimensions of the media agency business, which certainly puts you as the right person to be a a COO of a major media agency. And so, you know, tell me more about what the challenges look like right now. I mean, Mediacom is truly one of the beacons of excellence in the industry. Uh, How are you guys uh, thinking about things and what's the heartbeat of the business these days? Yeah, I mean, the number one thing in our, you know, that keeps us up at night, the things that we always think about is how do we help our clients grow? I mean, ultimately, we want to make sure that every single client that we're working with has a roadmap. We have a game plan with them on how we're going to help them grow. And this isn't about short-term wins. This is about long-term gains and long-term partnership. Um, That is really what we focus in on. Obviously, when it comes to new clients, we are always looking to work with the world's most ambitious brands. I mean, there's so many different clients and there's definitely an agency for every brand and there's a partner for every client, but we're really looking to work with the world's most ambitious brands. So we're out there speaking with with, uh, brands that are just even looking to spend their first dollar in brand building or, or in advertising. And we're helping them navigate what that investment would look like and what that return on investment should be. And we forecast that out with them. And we stand shoulder to shoulder with them day in and day out, helping them understand the power of media and how if they were to invest um, that single dollar, what they can expect um, taking that journey with us. So it's a lot of, you know, obviously keeping our current clients happy, making sure that we have that roadmap, attracting new businesses, um, but really having a fine tooth, being very uh, ruthless on who we work with uh, mm-hmm. because there is so much uh, demand out there for and movement out there in the marketplace. So really yeah, that I mean, lens of, I mean, yeah, there's been ahead. so many changes and I, I love that idea of working with the most ambitious client. It's a great way of thinking. I was curious to kind of understand it at perhaps how the relationship with uh, clients has evolved and how agencies approach that evolved relationship uh, today? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, the relationship right now, um, everything that I focus in on, and everything that I preach to the entire team, and that we encourage everyone to think about is, you know, building that trust is the number one most important thing to any business plan. And that trust really starts with that relationship, that one to one connection. Obviously, in the hybrid world, um, these relationships are built. and I would actually say in the hybrid world, they're being built quicker. They're, building, they're being mm. built faster because the connectivity between individuals now is more frequent and more often than ever before. So yeah. sometimes we used to have that one big meeting that we had to fly across the country for or across, <laughs> across the, the world for and sit there and you would be in that room for two, three, four hours at a time. No longer do we have to, or it's being demanded of us to do that. We're having these big strategic conversations virtually, and our clients are adapting just as fast as we are. Um, There are very few clients that are 
requesting or demanding that we meet with them in person. It, we are seeing more and more of that, but ultimately it's the virtual meetings and the frequency of these meetings that I think we're actually getting quicker and more agile in the way that we're helping our clients yeah. succeed. Um, I, so it's I actually was, uh, quite interesting. Yeah. I was going through, uh, well, I was in New York um, about three weeks ago and I was meeting with some of our new team members and we hired a, a ton of new people over the last two years and I'd never met any of them but I'd spoken to them numerous times every day for, the, for two years. And it was such a strange moment to suddenly finally be in the room because you're absolutely right. There's almost a level of relationship, a depth of the relationship that you have um, with people that you perhaps haven't even really spent much time with in the real world at all. And I, I, I imagine that's going to be our new reality. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, getting into the office to be with people in person. But I'm telling you, those relationships of people that I haven't met in person before, it's not like we're going to be starting from scratch or starting from zero. I mean, we are old. We, I've already know their home, their family life, what they you know, what motivates them, what drives them, because we are, you know, talking with each other so frequently and often. So it'll be quite exciting, uh, you know, to actually just get back in and start to just continue that partnership. And relationship. So, so as a COO, I can only imagine the, the things that you have to face. Um, I know that when I was uh, leading a media agency, you know, the COO was always right in the middle of all of the talent discussions and who was on accounts. And uh, certainly we're in the middle of a massive talent battle because of everyone coming out of, of COVID and moving around to jobs. How are you guys looking at that type of, of topic? Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, talent and talent uh, retention and talent acquisition is definitely the, probably the hottest topic at our agency, but it's also not just our agency, it's across the entire industry. Um, the strategies that we're deploying are, some of them are the more conventional ways of talent acquisition and, and looking where normal um, businesses and companies are looking, but we're also mm -hmm. trying to do things that are more non-traditional. Um, one of those things are that we're gonna be launching our first ever Mediacom marketing campaign to try to acquire new talent and to try to attract oh, that's great. the best talent to a media com. So it's not anything a media agency has actually ever done, um, but we're going to do it in a very non-traditional way. You won't just see ads on LinkedIn or Monster um, or Indeed. We're going to really look to go to obviously uh, unique media channels and spaces and try to be as personalized and relevant to each individual that we think could be a new family member of, of ours at media. Yeah. So I, I really like that. I really like that. I I'm a big believer that, uh, that whatever industry you're in, it's important to, I perhaps, you know, I, I worked at Ogilvy early on in my career and, and I, I remember we all had to read all of his books. And one of the things that he preached was if you work with a company, you probably should be buying their products. <laughs> and, you know, the same thing with, with kind of, if you work in a media company, you probably should be using media for your own company. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, no, it's, it's, it's actually quite hilarious because the reality is we're making media campaigns, communications plans for the world's leading brands and leading products in the world. And we said to ourselves, why aren't we doing this for ourselves? Yeah. Um, so that'll be uh, launching uh, before the end of this year. And we're super excited to see the results of that. 
That's excellent. So let's change gears a little bit and uh, talk about this moment that we're living through. Um, it's been a challenge uh, to uh, figure out how to work over the last 18 months. And I'd just be curious to see how you guys have evolved through the challenges and, and what your plans are coming out of that. Yeah, no, you know, we're still, we don't have all the answers. Um, that's, that's number one. And we're trying to um, survey and speak with every single employee to make sure that we're doing what's best down to the individual level. We are going to allow and we are going to encourage everyone to have full flexibility in the ways of working um, and the ways of working will be modified potentially down to the individual, but definitely within the team environment. So one account or one department may work in one way and another account and another team in another city might work another way. Mm. You know, this is something that we're not going to zero to 100 overnight. Um, yeah. Our office has been open. Uh, we have been uh, making it available to our employees uh, for much of 2021. Um, but you're starting to see more and more people use the office, the physical office space um, as a place to conjugate, meet, get away um, and, you know, conduct business. So we're going to allow for individuals to uh, work with their team members, decide what works best for them. I'm going to probably say that you'll probably see people in the office starting early November, um, mm -hmm. maybe two, three days a week max. But ultimately, right. we're hoping to see a gradual progression back to the office. Um, we have an unbelievable collaborative environment, but we do understand that the situation and the circumstances change very yeah. quickly, and they aren't the same city to city or even county to county across this country. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that every individual knows that we fully support them and their decisions on how they want to work. Um, but we are encouraging individuals to come back to the office a few days a week and to have a coordinated effort with their core team that they work with. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. I mean, getting that balance right is going to be uh, in an evolving and ever-changing equation over the, over the next couple of months, if not years, uh, for sure. We found the same thing where um, our teams in, in Europe actually were very keen to get back to the office. Uh, I think they are just used to working in a very collaborative way and they you know they they like to have lunch together and things like that and um whereas i think our u.s teams uh, were very very comfortable with the virtual structure and, and yeah. perhaps that commute back into the big bad city is was something that they wanted to avoid so <laughs> yeah it's actually quite interesting obviously yeah. different geographies and and ways of travel but look the way of virtual working and hybrid working that is now um it's not a thing of the past. We will evolve. Yeah. We will continue to use this as a tool um, to communicate with our clients, our colleagues, and obviously even friends and family across the world. So I think this is important for us to, to really embrace the beauty of virtual working and hybrid working. And then the question just becomes, what is the right balance? And yeah. when can we strike the right balance? And at the end of the day, it's going to be dictated, um, at least in our points of view, down to the individual level, just to make sure yeah. that everybody knows that they have that flexibility. Completely. So Adam, I mean, we're coming to the end of the year here, uh, moving into 2022. When you guys look forward, what's on the docket? What are the key things that you see shaping the industry next year? 
Yeah, I mean, everything that we're trying to lean into now is about being as relevant and making every message and every media channel connection as relevant as possible. Um, mm -hmm. We have very much been scaling up our creative um, team. Uh, we've built mm -hmm. out a team of over 70 individuals across the globe that are delivering phenomenal content that is more relevant than um, just a normal 30 second TV ad that is generally speaking being produced by the you know, creative agencies. And the reason why we're able, able to lean into the creativity and making things more relevant is our access to data and, and data and the audience insights we could derive from it to then inform the messages and put those out to the, to the audiences. So we're doing some phenomenal work in content and creativity. Uh, we're also really, it's really now about what does 2022 look like? I mean, 2021 right. has actually been a phenomenal uh, year from a, from a straight numbers perspective. Um, we've been able to retain our clients as well as grow um, in the same regard. And I think 2022 becomes where, how do we get to the next level? What is the yeah. next level look like um, on, on a great uh, growth trajectory that we've had here at Mediacom? You have to keep, you have to keep building brick by brick. So I think at, at the end of the day, um, we have a play to win, not play to lose mentality. So everything yeah. we do is about playing to win and uh, we never rest on our laurels. We're never happy um, with sort of the success or the progress we've made to date. We always wanna build, we always wanna keep um, uh, thinking about what's next. And for us at Mediacom, I mean, the sky, really is the limit. We have a mm -hmm. phenomenal team of uh, leaders. We have great employees that are dedicated to the agency. We're investing more and more in our employees' well-being. Um, and we're just trying to make sure that we're taking care of our employees, that we're taking care of our clients. And then obviously at the end of the day, I think if we do those two things, we're going to have huge success in 2022. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I am a big fan of Mediacoms. I've been a fan of Mediacoms for years. I I used to love the Mediacom team in the UK. Just thought they were truly one of the best best media agencies anywhere in the world. And and I've seen the growth and the evolution of the team in the US to be a, a true powerhouse of I'd say kind of data um, inspired creative solutions for ambitious clients. There we go. <laughs> um, so trying to get it all in there. Well, uh, Adam, if someone wanted to uh, reach out to you, where would they find you? Yeah, I mean, I'll give you first my email address. It's uh, Adam, A-D-A-M dot Potashnik, P as in Peter, O-T-A-S-H-N-I-C-K at mediacom.com. Mm-hmm. And you can email me anytime or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, but ultimately, um, I am uh, very quick to respond. So if anyone ever reaches out, um, you know, you will have likely a response from me within Yeah, seconds. be ready. <laughs> yeah, be ready. Yep. Excellent. Well, Adam, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today. We've been speaking with Adam Potashnik. He's the COO at Mediacom. Mediacom is one of the leading media agencies in the world. Um, he leads the strategic execution of driving excellence and efficiency across all the operations of the U.S. agency, and it's a thousand plus people in New York, LA, Chicago, and Ann Arbor. And we've been talking about all of the changes that have been happening in the agency, media agency business, 
uh, how they're uh, operating in a flexible manner during COVID, but also kind of building a, a truly flexible system going forward after COVID. And if you're an ambitious client, uh, Adam's the guy to call. So thank you again, Adam, for being on the show. Uh, absolute pleasure. Take care. Cheers.